Hi everyone, very good evening. Welcome to Infosec Train and today is the second day of uh, fast track advanced penetration testing fundamentals. And my name is Ashish Dhani. Let's start with our session. Our fast track course is introduction to penetration testing. So today we'll be going through the penetration testing. What is uh, penetration testing? What are its benefits? The types of penetration testing? What are the different methodologies used? What, how planning of uh, penetration testing is done? Scoping of penetration testing is done? How reporting is done? What is OSN, the OSN analysis, the foundation of OSN, what are the goals of OSN connect collection, what you want to collect from OSN, uh, finding out the email addresses, the domain names, the subdomains, uh, the investigation about people, how to develop the skills of OSN 10. So let's start our day two with what is penetration testing? So everyone might have heard the name penetration testing, but what actually it is, how will you define? Now, when we talk about penetration testing, it is a type of security testing, which evaluates the organization's ability to protect its infrastructure, right? Like network applications, the systems, the users from external threats or internal threats now there is a word that i have used which is, which goes by the name threats now when we talk about threat guys what happens in organization we have assets right what is an asset asset means anything which holds some value for you or your organization let's say i talk about your mobile phone your mobile phone is an asset for you Right. Same like that. The data of your organization is an asset for the organization. Right now, threat is something which can alter the value of your asset. Right. Which can lower the value of your asset. Right. Attackers. If attackers get the data of the organization, they will make it public. The value of that data will not be same as it was before. Right. So that is what that is. Asset and attackers are what those are threats right so from internal threats or external the internal employees can also be threats for the organization's data that's why we have uh, least privileges right so you get the privileges only which are useful for completing your job role not more than that right so that is what is the meaning of least privilege in the organization so either it is internal threat or it is an external threat penetration testing does what it finds out that if the organization has the ability to protect against those threats or not right then it is a way of finding out the efficiency of organizational policies right the security policies the controls and the technologies that we are using if they are effective or not right so we do the active evaluation of security of the organized uh, organization's infrastructure so we simulate an attack similar to what is performed by the real attackers and then we find out if there is any vulnerability or not right now during the penetration testing as i'm saying that we are analyzing the security measures for i 
design weaknesses if there are any design weaknesses there are any technical flaws and if there are any vulnerabilities right so the test results are then documented and delivered in a report to higher management to executive people of the organization and the technical audiences so that they can understand where the vulnerability is and how we can patch it now if i'm saying that we there are some people who are penetration testers but uh, some people they are attackers as well right so how penetration testers can be differentiated from attackers only because the skill set of penetration tester is same as the attacker but the thing is we can differentiate differentiate the penetration testers from attackers only with one thing which is intent attackers they have malicious intent while penetration testers don't have malicious intent right so for conducting a penetration test the management of the organization they need to provide a clear written permission to perform penetration testing and it should include a clear description of what will be tested when the testing will occur and how much in depth testing you can do right so that is what is penetration testing now when we are talking about penetration testing right so apart from penetration testing you might have heard two more things there is one thing which is known as security audit there is one thing which is known as vulnerability assessment so if i talk about security audit and vulnerability assessment what are those and how they are different from penetration testing okay so when we talk about vulnerability assessment guys in vulnerability assessment we are identifying and measuring the severity of the vulnerability in a system so whenever we have some vulnerabilities so vulnerability assessment it is used to identify common vulnerabilities right and it gives you a list of vulnerabilities which needs to be fixed without estimating any specific goals or scenarios right and a list is provided according to the severity level now severity level means that how much impactful the vulnerability is it can be critical it can be high it can be medium it can be low severity vulnerability right and the criticality of that vulnerability how much severe it is it is found according to the business criticality how much it is impacting your business maybe there is a vulnerability which can just close your server or shut down your whole server web server right that's a critical vulnerability right so vulnerability assessment is suitable for the organization which is not secure and it wishes to get uh, started right when the organization wishes to maintain the security posture of its network right so vulnerability assessment it focuses on discovering the vulnerability in the system right and it provides no indication of whether the vulnerabilities can be exploited or of the amount of damage that may result from successful exploitation of the vulnerabilities right 
So if we are talking about vulnerability assessment, there are multiple tools that are used for performing the vulnerability assessment and those tools will scan your whole uh, application, your whole network like there is Necto, there is Nesis. So they will give you a report, right? Now when that report is given, that uh, what security people they do, they will put that report in your excel sheet right and they will see that these are the vulnerabilities given by the tool but that tool is not telling if the vulnerability can be exploited or not so who tells if the vulnerability can be exploited and what amount of damage it will do to your organization so Penetration testing does what? It is a goal-oriented ex exercise, right? So it focuses on real-time attacks instead of discovering a specific vulnerability. And penetration tester will act as a hacker and follow all the steps of a real attacker who will try to breach a system, right? So that's the difference between vulnerability assessment and penetration testing. Yep. Now the third thing is security audit. So when we talk about security audit, how it is different from vulnerability assessment and penetration testing. So security audit is what it is used to evaluate whether the security of a company's information, it fulfills a set of established criteria and to make sure that the company is in compliance with its regulations the security policies the legal responsibilities let's say there is an organization which is uh, taking data from its customers right so if that organization is taking care of the data properly or not right whenever you share data let's say you allow whatsapp right to access your uh, folders your files pictures everything right so you want whatsapp to access it whenever you want to send that uh, picture to someone you can send it but you don't want whatsapp to share those pictures with anyone else right outside uh, your environment right so what they are doing they are following a compliance right there is a policy in their organization which say that you cannot share the customers data with anyone else right so security audit only checks whether the organization follows a set of standard security policies and procedures or not right perfect so that's the difference between penetration testing security audit and vulnerability assessment next thing what are the benefits of penetration testing so the very first benefit of penetration testing is it identifies the threats and it determines the probability of an attack on information assets 
right then we have to make sure that the organization is operating within an acceptable limit of information security risk right there are risks which we can accept except uh, risk acceptance we call it but we have to make sure it is under the limit not over limit right then it also helps you in finding the feasibility of a set of attack vectors and potential business impact of a successful attack right it also gives you approach for preparation steps that can be taken to prevent any upcoming exploitation right what else it makes sure the effective implementation of security controls and a better return on investment on it security what is return on investment in terms of it security now penetration testing does what it helps the organizations to identify and understand and address any vulnerabilities right and it saves them a lot of money right which results in good return of, on investment now the thing is the return on investment for a pen test is demonstrated within the help of business case scenario right and it includes expenditure and the involved profits right so roi is what if we write it here the same notes from yesterday right roi equals to expected returns minus cost of investment divided by cost of investment right so this is the formula for return on investment for penetration testing right so that means if i am giving money to uh, penetration testers to an organization to perform pen test and they are able to find out some vulnerability or they are able to show me that yes uh, the controls that i am using in my organization they are working good so that's a good return on investment right that is roi in pen test right next is next benefit of penetration testing is it achieves compliance with regulations and industry standards like you have hipaa right you have pci dss right you have fisma so all those compliances and uh, regulations are followed right then it also focuses on high severity vulnerabilities and it emphasizes application level security issues right for development teams and management then it also evaluates the efficiency of network security devices like firewalls routers web servers if there are any vulnerabilities in those net perimeter devices or not so those are what those are the things that it also 
addresses right so these are the benefits of penetration testing perfect now the next thing that we have is types of penetration testing right now when we talk about the types of penetration testing right so we have heard a lots of things and uh, pretty much somewhere we are confused that are black box white box gray box the types of penetration testing or goal oriented compliance oriented red, red team based are the types of penetration testing right we like always there is a confusion so today just let's remove that confusion that what are the uh, different types of penetration testing now the thing is there are three types of penetration testing first is goal oriented second is compliance oriented and third one is red team based right now when we talk about goal oriented penetration right what is goal oriented penetration testing okay now when we talk about goal oriented penetration testing so goals are what these are the drivers for this pen testing approach now in this type of assessment what we do a penetration tester is given a task for identifying or demonstrating a risk which attempts to achieve a goal rather than finding out vulnerabilities now they focus on finding different ways to achieve a goal right so in goal oriented pen testing a goal is defined before the start of pen testing and to achieve the set goals to achieve your objective pen tester he will perform multiple processes right now what are the goals let's say i have given you a goal that uh, you are a penetration tester and gain remote access to internal network or uh, there is a web application uh, a applica e commerce application right gain access to credit card information of the users right then uh, i'm saying that there is a website try to deface this website right get uh, the administrator access of this website or or of this network right create a dos condition against a website right so these are what these are different goals which are defined before you start the pen test that's why we call it goal oriented penetration testing now second is compliance oriented penetration testing now what do you guys think what we are testing in that how we are testing what is our approach meeting the standard perfect now when we talk about compliance so compliance requirements they are the drivers for this approach now in this testing what you do you test against the adherence to compliance requirements right so you will perform assessment against the compliance requirement of cyber security standards frameworks laws like uh, let's say there is an organization right and you are a penetration tester so organization is asking you to perform a security assessment against the compliance standards like pci dss iso 27001 fisma hipaa right 
so compliance oriented pen testing it also reviews firewall rules for the compliance don't forget that right and it is a proactive approach to secure and maintain compliance right so what you are doing in compliance oriented you are maintaining the security posture of the organization by identifying and preventing the attack before they occur right then uh, what else you are doing you are enhancing the security infrastructure or policy framework right next you are evaluating the organization's compliance level in specific areas like uh, patch management password policy or configuration management if they are uh, following those uh, regulations or not right then you are also protecting the client data from breaches right then you are verifying the system's security with respect to certification accreditation activities right so that's what you do in compliance oriented penetration testing approach next we have is red team based now what is red team first thing wait now red teamers are what a red team means the people who are working as penetration testers in the organization right that is the attacking team the offensive people who are working into the offensive side of the security they will perform the attack they will find out the vulnerability and they will exploit those vulnerability in the organization right so those are red teamers now red team there are two things guys right one is red teaming second is penetration testing because what we do in penetration testing we always uh, penetration testing is always a noisy process guys right what noisy process means that there are lots of logs and alerts generated right so that's why we call penetration testing a noisy process but in red team assessment first thing we talk about adversaries right adversary means any opponent or attacker right so what we do we follow the path that the adversaries are taking right there is one thing which is known as apt now advanced persistent threats means these are the groups which do the long term attack and they will stay inside your system for a very long period of time undetected and they will gather the information more and more information about you that what you browse every day which websites you visit every day what is your pattern everything right so what we do in red team assessment we follow the same things right if you have heard of a framework right there is an attack framework by mitre so there is a framework by mitre which goes by the name attack right now what mitre attack framework is it gives you three things right what are those tactics techniques and procedures 
right so tactic techniques and procedures of the attackers right what are tactic techniques and procedures let me show you the mitre attack framework first now this is the website of mitre and there is a framework attack framework so this is the attack matrix right at the top the things that you can see right the very first thing which is reconnaissance it's written reconnaissance reconnaissance means information gathering this is a tactic right perfect so when we are talking about reconnaissance means information gathering right whenever you do attack before doing the attack you have to gather the information about your target right whom you are attacking what are the things you can gather what are the different email let's say i want to do phishing right i will send a link to the people over emails but i don't have emails of accenture i don't have emails of infosec train will i be able to send email, email to anyone malicious emails no i won't be able to see i need email ids of people so i will gather the information all over the internet to find out if there are any email addresses available or not right so for gathering different types of information these are the techniques reconnaissance is a tactic to complete that tactic there are 10 different techniques that you can follow right and then what else you have for every technique there is a procedure to follow right like uh, you can do uh, like use different tools right so if you read about them right these are sub techniques so if you read about them there will be tools written right that how what tools they are using let's say i pick up any metrics right let's say for enterprise i'm opening right and let's open some groups first right so there are multiple advanced persistent threat groups right so apt29 is my favorite so i'm opening that so you can see the associated groups the campaigns right they have hosted and what they have done the techniques that they use right like web protocol so you can open that right the procedures right can you see the procedure example so what procedure they follow that is also told by the mitre attack framework so being a penetration tester or being a red teamer what we do we basically follow the steps the tools and exact same ttps the tactics techniques and procedures of a group let's say i picked up apt29 group right so how they started and how they did the attack everything now there are lots of tactics that you can see like uh, total there are 14 so these are all the tactic tactics that you can see right till impact it starts from reconnaissance then resource development initial access execution persistent privilege escalation defense evasion credential access discovery lateral movement collection command and control right so these are all the tech tactics right which can be used but not every tactic is used right so how we can check 
let's see the attack navigator if it is working let me create a new layer for enterprise metrics and here um, let's search for apt29 there is a threat group and select right now let's fill some colors now the highlighted ones the ones that you can see in red right these are the tactics used by apt group 29 so they don't do reconnaissance and they don't do resource development they directly start with initial access right in initial access they exploit public facing application or external remote services or trust relationship or they will find out the valid accounts right then after that they go to execution right then in execution not every technique they follow right only two techniques highlighted the three techniques that they follow then they go to persistent boot or logon initialization scripts right external remote services right valid accounts so the this is the path right now i will pick up all these highlighted ones right all these highlighted scripts or uh, you can say the techniques and i will follow these techniques inside my organization and also i will try to stay stealthy right so the main thing about red team assessment that we call main thing is about being stealthy stealthy means being hidden so there is like it's not told to the defensive guys or the it guys of the organization that a red team assessment is going on until unless they detect you right so you have to make sure you should remain undetected and you should be inside the network for a longer period of time and then this red team assessment is done so red team oriented penetration testing approach it is what it is an adversarial goal based assessment where being a penetration tester you will mimic a real attacker right so let's say there is an organization that organization may ask you to conduct a security assessment for evaluating its overall security right and it may include the assessment of people the assessment of networks applications the physical security right right so that is your red team based assessment penetration testing assessment right now three more things we have heard right white box pen testing black box or gray box pen testing right we always thought these are the types of penetration testing but these are called the strategies of penetration testing yep now when we talk about these three types of penetration testing white box black box gray box right what is white box pen testing what is black box what is gray box so the very first one which we have is black box uh, pen testing right so we say that when we are talking about black box penetration testing in in this type of pen testing the pen tester has no previous knowledge of the infrastructure that is to be tested right and the tester has limited information about the target company 
I'm not saying he has zero knowledge, right? Very limited information, right? So that's why that limited information can be called negligible because that limited information won't be helping him. The attacker has to do the reconnaissance, the information gathering of the organization by himself, right? Then in this, the penetration testing must be conducted after extensive information gathering and research, right? And the real world hacking uh, or like is simulated and it is very time consuming and expensive process, right? That's black box penetration testing. Next, if we talk about white box penetration testing. So in white box penetration testing, we are giving complete information on the infrastructure which is to be tested, right? And it simulates the process of company's employees, right? And uh, it helps you in revealing bugs and vulnerabilities very quickly. You have like I have a website. So I'm giving you the whole source code of the website that this is the source code of the website. These are the usernames and password now test do SAST do DAST whatever you want to do. Just find out the vulnerabilities if there are any. Right. So that's white box penetration testing. So it gives you the assurance on complete testing coverage because the tester knows what exactly to test. Next we have is gray box penetration testing. Now what is gray box penetration testing? Everyone says combination of black box and white box. Right? So that means. So in gray box penetration testing, security assessment and testing are internally performed, right? So the process of testing, it examines the scope of access by insiders within the organization. That's why we call it internal, right? It's done internally, right? And it is the most common approach towards application security, which tests the vulnerabilities an attacker can exploit, right? And this type of testing is a combination of black and white box, right? So you tester has limited information tester will perform security assessment and testing internally and will test application for all the vulnerabilities right so that's gray box pen testing one thing that i wanted to tell you that we know about black box pen testing right now when we were talking about black box pen testing well, let me write it here Black box pen testing is of two types. Blind testing and double blind testing. What are these? What is blind testing? What is double blind testing? Now when we talk about blind testing guys, right? Blind testing process it focuses on and simulates the methodologies of real attackers right and it is a time consuming and expensive process right so pen testing team is provided by with limited or no knowledge of the organization before the pen test 
and to conduct the test the pen testing team will gather publicly available information on the target from different resources like websites from domain registries right from usenet right from multiple places double blind is a step beyond the blind testing the it and security staff of the organization are not informed of the pen testing activities right and this strategy this double blind strategy it tests the organization's security monitoring issues the incident identification so how fast the incident process is the incident team how fast they are working right how fast they take the decision right and the response procedures that how fast they respond and if their response is correct or not right so few people in the organization are aware about the test being conducted right so that's double blind right same like that we have white box pen testing right now when we talk about white box pen testing right it is also of two types announced and unannounced right what is announced and what is unannounced announced means it attempts to compromise system on a client network with a full cooperation and knowledge of it staff right so it will examine the existing security infrastructure for possible vulnerabilities right unannounced means we are trying to compromise the systems on the client network without the knowledge of it security only the upper management is aware about the test and we examine the security infrastructure and responsiveness of it staff so these are the strategies of penetration testing now next thing is the methodologies of penetration testing right now there are multiple methodology the first one that i have in this picture which you can see this is a general methodology of penetration testing right the first thing that we do is planning and scoping then information gathering and vulnerability identification then attack and exploit and then reporting and communication right so when we talk about methodology what is a methodology so pen testers they use different methodologies some use their own test while others they use expensive tools which can increase the cost so it is a good idea to use expensive tools because they reduce the time to test and produce higher quality results as compared to custom test so methodology is the strategy that you are following that how you will plan the test right what tools you will be using how what steps you will be taking so everything will be in detail that's a methodology now different methodology is, are there but the one which i have pasted that's a general methodology these steps will be included everywhere whenever a pen test is carried out clear now in this type of uh, penetration testing in this uh, methodology what we can see is there is planning and scoping 
right then there is information gathering and vulnerability identification right and then attacks and exploits reporting and communication same like that there is ethical hackers penetration testing methodology the one which you can see right now this is ethical hackers pen testing methodology right there we can see first is permission which are pre-attack steps permission performing the reconnaissance scanning and enumeration gaining the access then escalation of privileges maintaining the access covering the tracks and placing backdoors and then reporting then from nest also there is a methodology the nest methodology says no we cannot start on verbal agreement like that's very unprofessional to start on a verbal agreement there should be two uh, the documentation should always be there now why documentation should be there because there are lots of risks associated with the penetration test always remember no matter like you are 10 years experience 20 years experience there are chances that uh, there will be some problem or uh, there will be some uh, tools will work differently right so let's say you uh, you are doing a pen test and during that pen test some service got down right you exploited a vulnerability in the service and it effect affected very adversely right so that is something which you should not do you should not impact the operations of uh, the environment right so that's why there should be a whole documentation done where the tools will also be written that yes i will be using these tools the other organization the organization who wants to get tested that organization will allow us to perform the pen test and then if any tool did something wrong not intentionally but unintentionally so then you can tell them that in the rules of engagement it's written that these are the tools we'll be using and you agreed upon those right so that's why we cannot start it on verbal agreement right so this is the methodology of pen test by nist right planning discovery attack and reporting and after attack again additional discovery you will do yes perfect now the thing is that there are three phases three things that you should know first is the planning phase what happens in the planning phase of a pen test see whenever we are planning a pen test so in planning phase first you should know who who is the target audience right you need to know properly right and you should know what the business do what business you are testing be like if it is a small retailer and if it is a multinational bank right so planning will be different for both of them right what are their objectives right so you should know their objectives yes then in planning 
budgeting is also done right in budgeting budgeting will control many factors in the pen test so if you have a large budget you can perform a in-depth pen test because you will have increased timeline for testing increased scope will be there and there will be increased resources so more people will be involved more technology will be involved more expensive tools will be involved right so that's why budgeting is also a part of it right then resources and requirements you have to find what resources will the assessment require what requirements will be met in the testing right so confidentiality of your findings known and unknown vulnerabilities the compliance based assessment right then you should know the communication path what is communication path you won't talk with everyone about the test right so who do we communicate with about the test what information will be communicated and when to communicate it right who is a trusted agent if testing goes wrong right so whom to report first right and the end path what is the end state what kind of report will be provided after the test will you provide an estimate of how long the remediation will take or not right that is also one thing then technical constraints are there right what are technical constraints what constraints limit your ability to test right provide your status in the report what things are tested what things are not tested and what things cannot be tested right that is the planning phase or we call it pre assessment phase right then we talk about scoping phase now what is scoping so in scoping phase what we do you will find out what part of the organization you are testing let's say you are testing network what servers you will be testing what servers or ips you won't be testing or you cannot test right so all those things should be in mind so whenever you are see uh, there is uh, a series of documents shared between the penetration tester and the organization right so there will be request for proposal right then in the proposal you will write the executive summary the approach and the methodology right your uh, deliverables that types of report which you will provide right project management right uh, the pricing team strength right your company briefing right if there are any references that also you will define in the request for proposal right then evaluation of your proposal will be done many different uh, companies will propose right that they will submit the proposal right then the evaluation of your proposal will be done right so once you are selected then 
it's uh, like they will send the pre preliminary information request document right they will gather uh, basic information about the uh, expectation then you will also being a penetration tester you will gather basic information about the client expectation their uh, contact details about the scope of pen testing right so what are your boundaries you will find out after that once you are selected right now scoping is very important part of your pen test right it is a process that helps you in gathering assessment requirements for the pen test and it helps you in preparing the test plan the limitations the business objectives and time schedule for the pen test right so here in scoping what you find out what will be tested how it should be tested what resources will be allocated what limitations will be applied and uh, what business objectives will be achieved and how to test how the test project will be planned and scheduled right these things you get in this scoping phase then the reporting phase you should know so what is the reporting phase when we talk about reporting phase that how the report will be delivered what are the different types of uh, reports given uh, will be given and uh, how detailed the report will be now the thing is that your report should be as much details as it can be right and it should have uh, the like whenever you are being a penetration tester your communication skills should be really good right like it's not that you should use very uh, heavy words very heavy uh, english words but your way of writing should be understood by everyone like the reports will be read by the people who are not penetration testers right who are not who are only the executives so you will write executive summary in that that executive summary should deliver that yes we found these vulnerabilities and this is how they will affect you right without too, going into too much technicalities right then when a penetration tester will read that report so there should be technicalities that what you did how you did what tools you use and how they affected how they were used right so everything should be written in the reporting phase right so that's how you create a report a detailed and a very nice report right so that's the reporting phase so these things should be clear before the pen test only right perfect so that was about penetration testing now in penetration testing we found that the very first thing is reconnaissance or finding information right now whenever we are trying to find out information guys so if we talk about reconnaissance right so we find information about either a person or an organization right now when i want to find out information about a person where i can check i can google it right i can check social media yes i can use people search engines yep there was yellow pages as well which we used right then job sites many people they what they do they upload their resumes on job sites so 
yeah in job sites it's possible you will get information about any person right now same like that if i want to find out information about any organization so i can google it right i can check the social media of uh, that organization right i can check the company's website yes what else i can do who is lookup yeah what else where else can i find the information about the organization there is one thing that job description gives a lot of uh, information about the organization because in job description the rules is written and it's also written that where you have to work what are the types of things you will be working with right so as i said that we can google it right so let's google it now let's say i'm searching for a name right this is the name abhishek sharma which i have searched right now in this what you are getting you are getting an output right uh, let me just change my browser I've searched for it right now if we see that we are getting a lots of results for this right in these results first thing everyone should know the one which is written here this one at the top in gray this is known as URL right the second one in blue this is known as title and below title here it's written text so there are three things which is known as url text and title right and these are known as google docs right now google docs are what google docs are the ways by which you can search for any person or anything efficiently so that means it is a efficient way of using google right so let's say if i write in url right so you will get less number of results as compared to others right so everywhere you will see there will be in url there will be the name abhishek sharma written right if you want you can write it as in title right so in title there will be abhishek sharma written right so this is what this is an efficient way of finding out about a person that what that person does where he is right and 
every information right then what if I write in text right I can also write in text uh, and we can see we are getting some specific number of results for this name right so this is what we are trying to narrow down our search scope right so these are known as Google Docs and you can search for different types of docs like you can create your own docs right what I can do I can write movie and let's say Titanic right and site is drive.google.com right so it gave me all the Google drives where the movie Titanic is uploaded great now how can you get different types of uh, Google Docs so you just have to write GHDB Google hacking database and this is the website where you can get different types of latest docs right if you see site.com index of docker right uh, in URL install PHP in title Froxlore server management panel installation so everything multiple docs like you can see there are 7898 entries for that right so these are the different types of docs that you can use right now next thing what else you can do to find out information about a person so you can visit job websites like there are multiple job website knockery.com and all right apart from that people search engines like Spokio right Spokio is what you can use Spokio to find out information about the people who are living in USA or citizens of USA right if you search for any person let's say John Smith right it will give you the output in your registered email IDs now you have to register for it right before uh, like it you you didn't want, need to register but now there is a need for registration right then there is one more website where you can go which is PIPL now PIPL is what you register here and you will get the identity of the people so there are five plus billion trusted identities and three plus billion global mobile numbers you, you have to register and uh, it's uh, paid so you have to purchase the subscription and you will get information about people here right so this is another website which you can use right next thing let's say you want to gather information about an organization so you can use this website who is right let's say uh, I write here infosectrain.com right so you are getting information the registrar registered on expires on the domain name the name servers you are also getting right and the registrant contact the administrative contact Arizona right and the who is data right so this is a little less amount of data that you are getting but yeah like you got to know that how much uh, it's old and when it was registered right 
then next place where you can search for is netcraft right now in netcraft you can just write the domain name right and if I do the lookup let's see what it gives what information it is get giving okay great it's analyzing the information for you you are getting the IP address first thing of infosec train yes then you are getting the autonomous system who's giving the IP great next thing you are getting the operating system right that infosec train is using the operating system linux and web server is apache 2.4.52 ubuntu isn't that a good amount of information for starting your hacking yes then the site technology cloud and platform as a service Amazon Web Services EC2 application server is Apache server side they have used uh, PHP SSL client side they have used JavaScript right client side frameworks jQuery right for blogs they use uh, WordPress self-hosted right PHP application WordPress right so lots of information you are getting like HTTP compression method gzip they are using UTF-8 character encoding they are using right so this is a, a good amount of information for the starters right next information next way of getting information is just visit any website right now I'm using an extension in my browser right now whenever I open any website that browse that extension will do what it will calculate the technologies being used so here at the top you can see it's written 21 still calculating but 21 is written right what 21 means it means what technologies are being used here right now let me click on that the name of the tool is Weppelizer right and it tells you that what are the technologies used for building this website so WordPress Ubuntu right operating system mysql google analytics microsoft clarity microsoft uh, advertising right wordpress for blogs javascript frameworks right now font scripts font awesome 4.7.0 you are even getting the versions if there is any version which is vulnerable it can be hacked right jquery 1.10.2 jquery ui 1.12.1 right yoast seo premium 20.09 then bootstrap 4.5.2 apache server http 2.4.52 right so this is a good amount of information that you are getting so that you can find out vulnerabilities in any of the component and you can attack yes great now let's say you want to gather information about an organization right and you want to find out uh, let's say the email IDs so how can you find out email IDs of the organization now 
what you can do is there is a website snob.io you can create yourself an account on snob.io and you can do domain search let's say right in here i'm giving the domain name infosextrain.com right now here all domain emails so maximum of emails you are getting here right all the email ids yes so this is what this is snow.io you can use this right let's say you want to find out uh, the information about the domains and, and subdomains right so there is one place where you can go is crt.sh now crt.sh is what it is a website which was built to find out if a domain name has a valid certificate digital certificate or not but it shows the subdomains as well right so if you can see here in matching identities right under matching identities for tesla i have searched there are multiple subdomains written right whenever you do uh, bug bounties and you find out subdomains so you test for vulnerabilities in subdomains also like um, if any subdomain is vulnerable instead of the whole domain so this is where you get lots of subdomains there is one more dns dumpster which you can use right which will help you in finding out the DNS records and information about the DNS. Let's say I search for Tesla.com, right? So it will give you the exact location and how every subdomain is connected to the main domain, right? So here, uh, if you see, all these are the subdomains, right? And then there is a kind of map created, right? Here is your main domain, Tesla.com, then DNS and how they are connected how other subdomains are connected what are the a records of it right of this dns what are the mx records of it so everything is in a linear way right in a popular uh, proper way right and you can download that file in excel sx format as well in excel format right so this is how you can get information right perfect then there are some tools that you can use to gather information right so let's say we are trying to gather information and there is a tool eagleocent right this is the tool right now what you want you have to choose a number or type exit for exiting so i want to do let's say uh dumb facebook information right so if i choose 02 enter facebook cookies right so if you get the cookies of facebook then you can enter that right username enumeration if you want to do right 01 and enter username let's say Lero 
right so what it will do it will try to find out in multiple places with if this username exists or not right perfect so if you can see in different websites it found the username that I have given next there is a tool in built-in in Kali Linux right that you can use which is which goes by the name spiderfoot has anyone used that tool spiderfoot now spiderfoot is a tool which gives you a detailed information about a domain name right now anyone give me a domain name of your company or any website any domain name which you want me to search or find information about now this is the page of spiderfoot right i'll click on new scan scan name let's say uh, apt fast track and the target right let's say global dot entity right now use case what kind of scan you want to do I want to get anything and everything about the target so that's why I've it's already selected all and you just have to click on run scan now right now once the scan will be running it will keep on gathering the results right so it will start gathering the results and it will show it to you in this format in a graph format first right a histogram you can call it right the data types it found the domain name it found IP address internet name right so it will keep on finding the information and then it will keep on showing that information to you right see raw data from RIRs and APIs internet name or DNS SRV record affiliate internet name right and one thing one base thing what it gives is a graph right if I click here so you can see a graph is created right in this graph here this is your main domain name right which I have given global dot entity and these are the things connected with it right it can be uh, like this is a github repository right this is online.link.com right many things like subdomains will be there right and then uh, some ips will be there some usernames will also be there so many things will be there which are connected right like this is your github again right then the cloud service right then github of bucky right 
and IP address 185.3.30.50, right? So this is how it will keep on gathering the information and keep on increasing the density of the graph. So graph will be very dense. Now, if I show you the scans that I have done, so you get uh, to know that what it looks like. So if I see, show you the graph, this is how the graph becomes very much dense. This is for Uber I have done, right? Research.uber.com, shellai.uber.com, right? Many of the things, contact.uber.com, Nico, right? Everything you will get, right? So this is the tool which goes by the name Spiderfoot, right? So what we have done, we have done the OSINT, the open source intelligence we have found, the open source information which is available that we have found, right? So these are some of the ways, some of the tools by which you can find out the information.